knows it We on that brink of greatness So close I fucking taste it Premature celebration So let's get fucking wasted Hey, 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 What's up, y'all? Hey, people. Sounds nice. Check one. What's up, y'all? Hey. What it do? What it do? What it do? Y'all good? Amazing. Yo. He is amazing. He's amazing. For sure. For sure, though. Yes, indeed. Listen. Y'all looking good? Hey, black people. Is everybody looking all good? Hey, Come on, on me, cat. Hey, Get them little dread legs. Now, you got little dread legs. Now, we <laughs> with That's kind of it. You old there, got that Lero <laughs> chair, got the no ring in tonight. Like, Y'all silly. How was everybody's day today? Y'all good? Y'all good? It was wonderful, decent. Wonderful. I've been shopping for Valentine's Day gifts all day. Oh, so since you got you? our addresses already, do we get a Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> I stopped for the kids today. The kids got to get Valentine's. We missed Valentine. out on Christmas. We missed out on Christmas. So can we at least get a Valentine? That's or do we got to wait to like St. Patrick's Day or Easter or something? Um, I don't know. I need to ponder that. It's supposed to say she ponder? Gonna ponder? She going to ponder us right out of a damn gift. You pondering? Yeah. You're pondering. Yeah, I need to think about the day and the occasion. Oh, you know what? No, the occasion, the well, occasion is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's the <laughs> cat. Sometimes you know we don't really be certain of the love. Cat, just just say her. no, cat. Say there is no really gift, though. cat. No, you're no, no, no. I'm gonna ponder the day and I'll 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 pray about it and think about it and see. Stop saying ponder. <laughs> <laughs> Trust this mox keeps saying ponder bro like come on bro pondering hmm. <laughs> no, 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 take hmm. over the world hmm. <laughs> I like I just imagine cats sitting there like hmm. really though <laughs> With her glass of wine as I take a sip. Yeah. But yeah, like Valentine's Day is coming up. You know, we got, you know, the love, the love day and all that good stuff happening at the end of this week. So y'all got any special things planned for Love Day? Man, I'm gonna be on the blazingradio.com, baby. Hey, sultry Sunday. Valentine's night. Let's and I'm going to be grooving. I'm going to be grooving listening Rex. to I'm going to be tuned in, bro. Sunday. Man, have somebody close to you because we're going to get it in. That's comedy. I don't know about that, but, you know, I'm going to be grooving with you. you hey, like I, like, I say, like I say, man, if you ain't got nobody to be close with you, come hang out with me and let me touch you through the music. Hey. Wow. We touching through the music. Through the hey, music. My son I, I think. 13. I think, bro, the only one can make touching through the music sound creepy. Let me touch it through the music. <laughs> <laughs> I think it be sounding dope because, like, I don't really think I've ever heard nobody else say that like that. Yeah. I will be a mom of a whole 13-year-old son um, Saturday. So Aww. we're doing dinner on Saturday, and then we're doing a um, Valentine's Day brunch. 
So he's able to make the menu and everybody's coming together to just love on him. And then, um, yeah. And then the evenings, the evenings open. That's so you cool. get do y'all get your kids Valentine's Day gifts? I, I do. do. I try to. Well, my I daughter do. at least. I get my nephew's stuff for Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. Hey Latina. I hope I said that right. Hey, everybody that's tuning in from Facebook, YouTube. And if you're listening live on JQLM Radio, we thank you for tuning in, listening to us, rocking with us. For sure. If though. you are not tuned in, um, if you are not locked in or subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you do that. Like, share, and follow the Fat Girl Chronicles on all social media platforms. And guess what? We on all of your podcast streaming platforms too. Alright? We on iHeart. We on Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible. Um, anywhere that you can find a podcast, just type in the Fat Girl Chronicles and guess what? We are there. We can be heard on any platform and if you haven't been able to tune into our shows up until today guess what you can go back and listen to all of the shows that are available on those podcast streaming apps even the ones that happened before the crew came along before the squad came along you can listen to some of those older versions of the fat girl chronicles when i was out here doing a solo dolo and trying to figure out what i wanted to do so <laughs> and uh, anybody listening to them anybody listen to them without us they, they, they want to go back that far. They, they want to focus in you on one. Like, <laughs> they still getting listened to. Nah. Oh. Um, anyhow, I know they do because I listen to them. I know you do. <laughs> um, tonight our topic is Broken Crayon Still Color. Um, I came across this topic uh, recently. Well, so a lot of different things have played out in a lot of different ways over the last couple of weeks. So I actually brought up this topic simply because of a lot of different situations and a lot of different people that I've come across recently. So with this topic, um, broken crayon, still color, is literally just expressing how we cannot throw away our people because they are going through a broken state or things are happening in their lives or they may not be the person that they used to be to you or they may not be themselves at this point in time in their life. And we have to work through those situations and help our people to get through them. Um, broken crayons still color. That just means broken people still need love they are able to still give love it's just in a different capacity and at a different um limit in which which they're able to give it so broken crayon still color we're going to talk a little bit about you know what it means to be broken but also how to help our people to heal get back to themselves how how that looks and how we can help in whatever way that we can help and how you as a person in that broken person's life can be a big help by doing um, some key things. So that's that. We're going to go ahead, hop on into the topic. For, oh, wait, let me let me welcome everybody that's watching. I think we Man, did that, sure. but I just want to do it again because I see some new people commenting and stuff. Hey, What's good, y'all? What's good? In? Thank y'all for hopping on here with us. We for love sure, y'all. For sure. 
Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Well, we, we love y'all being here. Make sure you share the, the video to wherever right. you can share it to listen. We do not we do not discriminate on where you share our video as long as it ain't nowhere where somebody's over there doing nothing. Um you know, <laughs> I mean we could be on Pornhub too. You know, I mean yeah, Jesus Christ, how sweet in this feed. <laughs> They ain't gonna catch none of that. They gonna click on it like, oh, what's this? Broken crayon, steel color. They gonna be like, this is not what I clicked on. This is not what I thought I was gonna get in this in this <laughs> So, uh, <clears throat> broken crayon, steel color. Um, one of the biggest things that I I have come across or that I've recognized here recently. Because y'all know, I always tell people, and I always tell the audience, and y'all, and all of that that I. Uh, am a faithful therapy uh, patient. Every Thursday 12 noon, I am there, present, ready to go, ready to get it cracking. So, um, we started talking about my journey through growth and how I got to where I am now and all of those kind of things in therapy. And so I started kind of thinking a little bit more outside of myself. So I started talking to a friend of mine on yesterday and thought about the fact that how we as a society, we always talk about relationships and how they should have reciprocity and things like that. And of course they should, but what do we do when that person cannot um, reciprocate what's being given or it's not in a place to where they have the capacity to reciprocate anything at all? How do we love on them? What do we do to be patient and to be understanding of the journey that they are going through at that point in time without placing um, such a demand on the, on a person? I think the double spot you said is being patient and listening. Listening and, and trying to understand, yeah. you know. Because most of the time people go through stuff and if you haven't gone through it, we really don't understand. We might empathize, but we don't understand. Very true. You know, so I think it's about gaining understanding. That makes sense. Trying to to be open. And sometimes it's hard for a person to be open and accepting to, to new shit or shit they don't understand. Very true. It's, I think it's harder for people to let people know that they are broken. Uh, I think that's the hardest part of the uh, of it all is to let somebody know that you are broken. Especially for men. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you've been taught. You're the, you the king. You, you roar. You loud. Get, get your chest go. Say it with your chest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, all that kind of stuff, you know. Why you crying? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I think it's understanding that everybody has a form of brokenness. So if you can't identify with the way that one person has been broken, you can identify what it is to be broken. Um, I don't think anybody, I mean, that's the purpose of being on earth is to get back to who the hell you are. And a lot of us from womb state came in the world already fucked up or broken with situations happening. So I think you handle people how you want to be handled. And I think it's important to understand that for me, 
I'm going to walk through the doors that are opening for me. If people are not ready to walk through those doors with me, I don't disregard you, but my life is going to keep moving. And I want you to understand that I'm here for you whenever you do decide to pick yourself up and walk. Because at the end of the day, we can't heal anybody from what they're not realizing that they need healing from. You know what I mean? So when I thought uh -huh. about the topic, when I thought about the topic of broken crayons, to me, it's the fact that even that crayon still knows its purpose. Even though this is what happened to me, my purpose is still my purpose. And even though we are broken and we are all healing in one shape or another, we know our purpose. And it's just being able to figure out how do you pick up and move. So handle people how you would choose to handle your brokenness and you just figure it all out. And don't try to be somebody's healing. Our job is not to heal anybody. Our job is to heal ourselves and allow other people to experience that journey through us. You know, well, I do a well, lot of healing. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the Fat Girl Chronicles yeah. this week. Well <laughs> and that sounded that sounded a little, that, that, that did sound a little rough though. I ain't gonna even lie to you, Bree, because it sounded like you just said, fuck it, I'm gonna abandon them to some extent. You know what I'm saying? No. That's the base that is how that came out though. But it's not about abandonment. Sometimes we get so caught up in other people's brokenness. How can you, if you, sometimes we get so caught up in people's brokenness, we forget that our journey is to heal ourselves. So for me, it, I cannot, we, people call it a project. There are certain people who take on projects and they take on other people's brokenness so that they do not have to deal with their own. So for me, it's about dealing with my own because the only way I can ever help you deal with yours is by dealing with my own. So there are some people. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Oh, there are some people who I've had to let be where they are because if until you're ready to pick up your bed and walk, all I can do is be an example of what it looks like to walk. I, I can't. I can't make you walk. You feel what I'm saying? And I've wasted a lot of energy in men that I've dated. I've wasted a lot of energy in people, places, and things trying to make you see wholeness so you can walk in wholeness. And spirit let me be free from that a long time ago. How you are whole is by choosing to be whole, and I just choose to be whole. So one thing that you said is that you have to love on people the way, or I, I don't, I'm not going to try to verbatim, but, but pretty much you said like, you know, in order for other people, you have to love on people how you want to be loved on or something like that. But that's not necessarily true. Because it's not loving on people how you want to be loved on. It's about understanding that my brokenness may not be your brokenness, but I still know what it is not to be whole. So I can meet you where you are without being where you are. Right. Okay. If so I, I was just because based on the way you explained it initially, that's why I'm like, no, nah, because that's like saying, like Trosh, Trosh got to treat me the way he want to be treated, and that's not necessarily true. No, because no, because that's not gonna work for me. Like the way that he's healing, not gonna work for my healing. But right, I do get it. Like I, you walk in your wholeness. But the one, the one side of me is like, okay, yeah, you walk in your wholeness and you help people as you can help them. But at the same time, what I have recognized is that a lot of us, we go that route and say, oh, okay, you know, I'm healed and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm just showing you what that's supposed to look like. But what if what if the people that are broken and we know that they're broken, 
and we just keep moving in how we're moving and we're moving in our healedness or in our healing, so to speak, how do we, how do we help people when we're not paying attention to what, what is happening with them? I have, I think every, oh, go ahead, Pat. No, you're fine. I was going to say I have two comments. One, Michelle Jackson made a good point to what Bree was saying. Um, she basically just said, kind of summed it up that basically like, um, not Marcus, Michelle, we can't carry everybody mm -hmm. this, um, heavy. Um, so basically like, yeah, you're, you're broken. You got some brokenness. Um, I can see that. And kind of like what Bree was saying, I can come in but I can't fix you. Um, it's not my job to come in and pick up all of your burdens and carry your burdens and try to fix your problems. Like that's for you to fix it, for you to deal with. And it's not fair anybody in that situation to even, as Michelle said, to carry that person heavy or brokenness or whatever that is, even though you can be there and understand it. And then my second thing is a lot of people um, kind of along that same line when people are in their brokenness or they got broken things going on. Most people um, are, are trying to be fixers, especially when they are either a in a relationship with somebody or it's a close family member or a close friend. We try to fix things. And sometimes it, like Bree said, she used the word heal. It's not our job to heal them. But along those same lines, it's also not our job to fix them. And we can bring help bring them awareness, raise their awareness to get to where they need to be to understand their core values, their beliefs and their brokenness. And that's it. Just raise their awareness so that they can start making those decisions to change. But ultimately, we can't fix them. We can't heal them. Um, and that's and okay. the loving. Oh, I can love. The so. <laughs> Marcel says, send they ask the therapy. First of all, Marcel. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome. Good evening. You know, did you even speak, Marcel? Oh, yeah, you did. I'm about to say, you just hopped in telling motherfuckers to go to therapy. And I was going to be like, damn, that's how you hop in here tonight? Um, Kendra said, we have to be in tune with those we care for to be able to recognize that there is brokenness. Very much so. Um, Marcus said, empathize, not sympathize. Um, and Michelle says, she says that you can't carry other people's heavy. Very true. Um, so Tony. I think I need like some kind of like direction on where we're going with this because are we talking about like like you meeting somebody new with baggage or are we talking about like somebody broke break along the way of like already knowing you like what, no, what are we talking I, I, about here I was thinking about in regards to people that you already know or like people that you're connected to friendships and things like that um, Tony said it's exhausting expecting someone to handle you and your brokenness, especially if you're not doing the work to get better. Um, period. So, say it, bro. Say it, bro. Kimberly said, I, I mean, and that's why I hold space for you while you do your own work. I cannot do your work for you. Uh, period. And, and that's why I my confusion was coming in that because I figured that's the way the route we were going but like i'm hearing like everybody is like uh, abandoning your friends like who what the fuck 
No, no. And a lot of people saying that, oh, if you don't do the work or whatever, but who said they not? But that's what we're saying, though. You can tell. Trosh, have you ever talked to somebody who brings the same situation to you? And regardless of what information you give them, they are going to do whatever it is they want to do. There are some people who are more, uh, they are more absorbed in being the victims in their life than the victors in their life. Right. And so you'll know because you'll stop coming to me about this when I already told you step one, two, and three. If you're not willing to do it, some people just want somebody to lay in their will, their, their, their shit with them. And I have some friends that I will lay in that shit with you because I understand that they they'll dwell there, but they won't build a residence there. There are some people who have built a whole home and condominium in their brokenness and in their story that they're not even willing to write a new one. And those are the people that I'm not willing to put my energy in. I got to go forward. And when you're ready, you'll call me and say, Bree, I was thinking about something you said. And then the door can open from there. So even with those people that are in that shit, like when you're in the shit, sometimes you don't even know how to begin to climb out of the shit. And even the people that may give you advice or information on how to get out of it, even though when you start implementing those things, you still find yourself winding up in more shit. So sometimes it's not a matter of you not wanting to do the work, even though you are trying to do the work, you might be doing... I'm going to give you a prime example for myself. When, um, when my mom passed, that was heavy as hell for me. First and foremost, because my mom went into the hospital unexpectedly. So not only were we dealing with the randomness of her going into the hospital, we were dealing with the constant ups and downs of her being in the hospital. But then on top of that, my mom was sedated from pretty much the whole time that she was in the hospital. After that, my mom passed. Then we went through the whole transition of her uh, doing her arrangements. In the midst of doing her arrangements, moving her out of her house, uh, other things transpired that took place with my my youngest nephew, my sister. So there was a there was a building. There was one thing on top of another, continuously stacking. Then on top of that, I was still trying to go to work. I ended up losing my job. I was like battling depression. I was battling alcoholism. I ended up being homeless, all of that. And people still trying to tell me how to deal with um, the depression and the homelessness, but I'm still not even over the fact that my mother is gone. I didn't have time to deal with the fact that my mother was gone or how she ended up in the hospital or the fact that I was still trying to work one week after my mother had passed. So... It was, it was layers. And sometimes, yeah, you might be trying to tackle one part, but you're still trying to figure out how to handle the rest of it. So you carrying a heavy ass load and you know that you're trying to get through this shit, but you don't even know where to fucking begin or where, where you should start tackling the pieces because it's like, it's so much here. It's so much shit here. Where do I even start? Do I start shoveling the shit from the top or from the bottom? Because there's a whole mound of shit right in front of me. So do I start from the top or the bottom or the middle? Where do I begin? And in that, did I fuck up? Yep. I fucked up a whole bunch of relationships because I was out here jacked. I was confused. I was stressed. I was depressed. I was everything that you can think of. And so in the midst of all of that, 
it was like, I don't even know where to fucking begin. And at, at this point, I don't even fucking care. Because that's kind of where you get to at some point. It's like, I don't even care. You get to it. I don't care. It is what it is. Fuck the world type type of situation sometimes. And so right. by us saying, like, you got you to gotta do the work. You got to do the work. We don't have no information on how to do that work. Like, how are we supposed to and do this the is work? Where, this is where this podcast and conversations happen like this. This is where I'm pretty sure you had people in your life giving you some type of clarity, whether it was therapy. Because for you to be in therapy now, you began to ask yourself, where do I start? But that's what I'm saying. That's for me. But what about people who don't have people in their lives that's pushing them or or giving them information? It's people out here don't don't have a friend in the motherfucking world. It's people out here don't have nobody, don't have no family, don't have a bunch of friends, don't have people that are pushing them to do better, be better, or be greater. So what do they do? That's what I'm saying. I work like, at a, I get it. But I work at a rehab. And a substance abuse place. So every day I go to work, PRN, I'm dealing with people who've tried to commit suicide. I'm dealing with people who have alcohol problems, just all types of shit. But to me, how the divine works for me, there's always someone coming along your path to give some type of insight. So I'm meeting people that I may only meet one time at a substance abuse rehab because they tried to commit suicide. But in me just being who I am, you're able to find those people in places that kind of put you in on the right track. Like I've been in some low places, but I've never been by myself within myself. And that's kind of what has caused me to maneuver. So I just pray that those people who don't have nobody that the universe divine source send somebody because nobody's meant to live here and be bitter and miserable and fucked up. Everybody needs love. So my job is to practice love every day. I think, but again, crazy. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Kat. No, I was just going to say to Leo's um, point one, I appreciate you being that transparent and sharing all of that. And I think in that situation for me, if I knew somebody that was close to me in that situation and everything that you explained, um, I would continue to love them exactly where they are. Like, I'm gonna love you. I don't care. You can cuss me out one day, whenever you up, down, whatever, but I'm still gonna be there for you. Like I can't, in, in, in all of those situations you name, it was probably only one or two that I could actually tangibly help with, which is mm -hmm. the homelessness, um and maybe a little bit with the income maybe a little bit i don't know but everything else is like i can't do anything about any of that other than to just be there when you need me to be there and love on you and be available because all of those things are your things that you know you're going through you know i can understand and sympathize and and, and understand how you're grieving because i don't have my mother either like mm -hmm. i can i can understand it but I can't tangibly help you, but I can be there. I can love on you. I can do all those things. And, you know, just like I think we kind of have done that for, you know, a mutual friend by saying, mm -hmm. well, you know what? Like, you tripping. Like, we know you you crazy today. You saying whatever. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go on and, you know, being your, being your madness or whatever you got going on and stuff like that. So I think that I think you said it in the beginning, you know, we, we do still have to love on people and 
we should still love on people regardless of what they're going through, even though there's not really anything that we can do. Um, and Bree, I kind of I understand what you said too, you know, like don't, you know, I'm not gonna just if you keep just laying there and all your own mess and you're not really trying. I get it, but at the same time, Leo is right. If you just in it and you just don't know, like I'm I'm still gonna love on you. I might be like, okay, you need some days. I don't know, but I might, you know, bring you a little a little basket one day or pick you up or make sure you got something to drink. Not you, Leo, because you had some issues with drinking. So I wouldn't bring you nothing to drink. You know, I appreciate that. But definitely just you you just gotta keep loving on people. Like right. like like you just said though, cat. Um, you don't know when you in it, and that's just that go back to what I had said a couple weeks ago when we played the other one. Um, about being broken, like you don't know you broke. Some people don't know they broke, but the only way to real, I think the only way to realize that you're broken is when you break. You don't realize that you're broken until you actually break. Like it sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, but I think y'all understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know you're broken until you break, and then you actually can reflect on, like, oh, damn, that was a spot that that kind of broke me. That that when that happened, that broke me a little bit. That broke me. You could reflect back on all the shit that you was like that was fucking you up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if if you in it, you, you really don't got time like to realize that you're broken until you actually fucking break. Yeah, right. It's one of those things where it's for God to whisper then to yell because if you don't deal with your brokenness it just piles up to Leo's point it's gonna pile up until you trip the fuck over it that's everybody like so whatever it has to do to catch your attention it's gonna catch your attention no matter how much you try to drink it away smoke it away fuck it away all of those things it's gonna catch your attention eventually so my question is what do you do when you realize you're broken do you continue to, to bleed on every person or do you continue to take care and figure out how do you heal your wounds? And and that's know? what a that's what a choice come in. That that's that's what separate the two sides of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's where the the wishbone path come in at or whatever the fork in the road. And some people go that way. Some people go this way. You know what I'm saying? Some people, like you said, want to just live in that that sadness or whatever or that that victim role. But other people want to do better. You know what I'm saying? So they take the steps to get better. Right. Um, Kimberly made a good point. She said she's a child and family therapist, and her caseload covers age children age three to adults age sixty two at the moment. My job is support. I can't do the coping skills for any of them. Mm -hmm. So this is a good question. What coping skills are being taught? Like, when do we teach, or when do we learn coping skills? Because there's a lot of people who don't have like uh the skills to be able to maneuver through some of the shit that they've been through like they don't have coping skills or um like it looking at some of the kids that we encounter today we know that these kids don't have no uh coping skills or um or any of that so those aren't things that are being taught those are things that we need but they aren't necessarily things that are being taught on a regular consistent basis Right. So how do we how do we help people to deal or to find their coping skills? Because some people's coping skills is drinking. That's how they cope with the shit that they deal with on a daily basis. They're going to have a drink. They're going to have a smoke. 
they gonna go have some some sex with a stranger, you know. However they <laughs> however they cope, you know. That's dope. That's oh. weird. I've, I've, I've actually had a friend tell me that before that she went through a, a problem like that where she would go have wild sex or some shit, and I was like, like that, like so many different, like you say, coping people coping so many different ways. It's, it's, it's crazy, and I think it just comes from a lot of environment, raised, you know, just so many different things coming to play in what you, what you use. Like I know what mine is. I, I eat. I'm fat. Mm. So that I <laughs> what you be eating now? What you be? Eating? <laughs> I be like when I be hey, when I be on some when I be on some shit. I get up in the middle of the night. I just go in there and eat cold chicken, whatever. You be just. <laughs> First of all, in the kitchen, just eating, smacking, smacking, eating right. chicken and donut and, <laughs> and a bowl of cereal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no chicken and, and donut. Drink a beer. Well, you know, oh. Chicken up in the, up in the cereal, huh? You over yeah, there? Yeah. When, when your mind, when your mind be bad, man, you know whatever you cope, you cope with it. You did, yeah. And I think some of that not being able to cope with a lot of stuff kind of goes back to. Uh, people or our parents not really letting us express our feelings and dealing with our feelings when something happens and we're in it. And it's like, you know, when the kid that falls down, it don't hurt. Stop crying. Or, you know, it don't do hurt. That's why I'm crying. You know, not letting us process those feelings. And then so all that stuff is bottled up and then you don't know how to cope with stuff. So, I mean, you're right. We're not really taught coping skills because we're not even taught to even deal with our feelings to even know how to cope with things as they happen because we're taught to suppress all that stuff and, and not talk about it. So first we got that's why I'm kinda going back like to Yeah, and that's why I'm kinda going back to the thought of like, oh you know you broke him. How? Right. Because I mean I know I'm dealing with some right. shit, but I don't necessarily know that I'm broken. Right. I don't know what I, I don't know what broken looks like. So how do how do I recognize? Hey, you ain't like I say until you actually break. Then you realize oh. that I, I was broke. It's just crazy right. as hell, bro. Yeah. Like it's it sound backwards to the motherfucker, but like when you like listen to what I'm saying, like that shit makes sense. It, it do one hundred percent because it's man. Because so many people, you know, everybody had their beliefs and they don't believe they're really broken. They just realize they're just going through a storm or something or, or a moment in time and don't realize you broke until it be like. What? Yep. Until you until that you wall that come up, yeah. Like, oh, man. oh. I was out here fucked up for real. I didn't really know I was this fucked up. Right. I knew some shit was going on, but especially I if you, especially if you're a fighter, fighting. you know what I'm saying. If you're a fighter, you just trying to keep fighting. You ain't realizing you breaking. You know what I'm saying. You just feel like you're going through it. You fight. Yeah, for yeah. sure though. That makes super sense. That makes super sense because it's like, and sometimes it's like the harder you fight, the the most shit, you know what I'm saying? Like the most shit break you. It's because like when shit not going right, when you know you fighting, like that's that takes some out of you. Right. Like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm pushing, I'm fighting, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still losing. That takes a lot out said, of you. I'm not broken. I'm just tripping right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how that's yeah. how you think sometimes as a man because you be trying to be strong. You be trying to understand like being fully broken. We always rationalize it like, oh no, I'm just you know I'm just going through some stuff. Or I'm just dealing with some stuff. Or I'm just you know I'm okay. And that's our favorite thing. Like I'm okay. Like a, like 
Like I'm really, I'm really realizing how fucked up I was. But you know, like during the holiday, I really started missing my mom when she passed in June, and I was so busy taking care of everybody else and taking care of her stuff, and I didn't realize it till like around Thanksgiving. I was like, damn, I can't pick up the phone and say, hey, Mark, can you put me some dressing? Yeah, that's right. all I need is the dress. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, I was in such a slump, like, but you still had to keep on that face. Like I told y'all when we had the first photo shoot mm -hmm. for me, you know what I'm saying? When the camera come on, hey, I'm I'm the mouth. Yeah. But off the camera, I'm I'm Dale. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm quiet. I'm kind of laid back, deserve sometimes. I'm still silly, but you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of an observer. I'm kind of I, I kind of chill, you know what I'm saying? You like pop-pop. When, when like uh, there you go again, but you know though, like I mean, but so that's how you when, are when the camera's not on. So it's like you real laid back, you real like <laughs> I mean like you pass me, old, pass me a but, cigar and some yak, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah. like you give like grandpa vibes, like you know, like you know, like not grandpa. That yeah, that drinks over there. Yeah, now you that old player. You give old player vibes when you, you know, when you're not on camera. You get that old player vibe. Like what up, young blood? Like that's the type of shit that you would probably say Man. on a regular basis when you're not on camera. You probably would call somebody young blood. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it, it, it's I a... definitely feel you with that first holiday. Like it, it's a, mm -hmm. it is a. It's it, it is. It's crazy as hell. Like, yeah. Shout out to some good people it, around me. Yeah. It's all. It's also like a a reverse aspect you gotta like take into consideration when you talk about this uh, subject. Because just like we just brought up the fact that, um, like, oh, some people just stuck into that victim shit. But it's a lot of people that don't even tell you what they're going through. Because a motherfucker will label them as a victim, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they just fucking yeah. just deal with that shit, you know what I'm saying? Be so look, that, that helps you fuck them. Like... You get more fucked up when like, yo, like I'm I'm I don't want I don't want to be a victim and shit. So I'm gonna just keep fighting or whatever. But I, I yeah. still need to talk to somebody. But I don't want nobody to call me a fucking victim, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not a victim. I'm still pushing. I'm still fighting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and it, then the other hard. thing. Like I started looking at, uh, I looked at the title, "Broken Crayon Still Color." How many of us, like, really thinking back to when we used to color back in the day? How many of us actually picked up those broken crayons and color with them, some bitches? Unless, unless you had, like, that was your, unless the color that you really needed was one of them broken crayons. Other than that, we went like, nah, I'm finna go get this this other box of crayons that's over the here. Sharp that tip. All of the points or whatever. Mm -hmm. All of the points on them. This or flawless I'm gonna use one. Pencils, or I'm going to use some markers. I'm going to use something else. But them broken crayons, I'm finna put them shits in this bag and leave them bitches over there in the corner because they don't, they don't do what I need for them to do. And so when we think about it in that aspect too, it's like, Shit, that's how society treats people that are broken. We put them in a fucking box, put them in the corner, and leave them there, and then expect them broken crayons to like fix themselves. Granted, a lot of us get up and move, and, and you know, we try, but even when you try, you don't even necessarily know if you're doing the right work for yourself. And then we're mentally limping. I say we're mentally limping. For real, like you trying to figure it out, you trying to understand, 
you trying to do whatever little work that you can, but at the same time, that shit is exhausting. And you're like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. So at some point, you still kind of give up. You still keep going, but at the same time, you give up. Then you keep trying. Then you be like, fuck it. Then you keep going, and then it be like, I don't know what the fuck. I'm. Like, it's a whole cycle of trying to figure out what the fuck am I doing with my life at this point. For yeah. Sure. And because even when you start reaching new levels, you still battling some shit that you went through or that you dealt with. Like, um, and I try to be transparent as fuck on the show. So- if we're not, then what's the point of being here? Right. So, like, you are a perfect example. It's so dope, though, when you go through that and you come through that storm and you just sit and you listen to who guides you and look at you now. Mm-hmm. You got you got motherfucking hats all over the motherfucking world. Listen, if it was not for my siblings, like I promise you, I give He's them so amazing. much credit. Because even when I was out here raggedy, broken, and jacked up and fucked up, my siblings never gave up on me. Like, they never did. I don't care if nobody else was there for me. Like, them, that's what I did it for. They were pushing me to get through it. I had friends that were like, you know, that were pushing me through it, that were there for me, that were helping me. Because but I, but I wanted to talk I about that you. word too, that friends word. You know what I'm saying? We have. I, I always tell my kids, I was like, you're gonna have a lot of associates in your yep, life, but you're not gonna have a you're not gonna have a lot of friends. Yep. Those those like you say, those are when you shit on yourself, gonna help you wipe that shit. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. And your associate, you are gonna shit on yourself, and they are gonna say, oh, I smell something, and go in the other room. I ain't go, ain't go on it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But, but um. And I say that, and that's why I try to be so transparent because it's not an easy journey. And hell, like right now, me getting to this level and like excited about the way the hats and stuff are moving, I'm dealing with some in, in some personal shit trying to release that shit that I dealt with. Right. When so I was you. homeless or when I was struggling or when I was trying to figure out how I'm going to keep the lights on and all that other kind of stuff. So it is still there are levels and when you keep reaching levels like there are struggles that you still have to that are going to come to the forefront that you're going to have to deal with and figure out so that you can move through that shit because other than that we're going to keep going through the same shit and I ain't trying to keep going through the same shit because I don't want to keep dealing with the same shit but I, I think feeling though that were pushing me to to or that were dropping jewels or putting little bitty things in front of me so that I wouldn't keep falling in those same paths. So it does take it does take a village and it does take people to help you. If you don't have nobody helping you, if you don't have nobody recognizing when you're broken enough to say, hey, listen, I love you and I see you got some shit going on and I know that you got some shit that you're fucked up that you're dealing with and you just trying to Keep pushing through it. Mm-mm. We're not gonna do this. Let let me let me do what I can to at least help you through it. Not not necessarily doing the work for them, but giving them the tools to be able to do the work. But my question then is, where is your, where does the boundaries come in at? 
because you, even as a friend being able to be there for somebody, we all have boundaries before it becomes now I'm hurting. My divorce taught me this. I will no longer kill me in order to heal somebody else. And that is that statement I carry into my friendships. I carry into all of that. So for me, I had to identify my boundaries of when you're broken and I'm here for you and I love you and I'm going to fight this fight with you. But how long do you fight the fight before you say, now this is cutting my boundaries. This is not healthy for me. And I have to do what's healthy for me. Because friendship doesn't mean that you continue to use and abuse the people that are in your life. Love doesn't mean that you get to continue to abuse and use people that are in your life. So I think we have to like really clearly define that you have to know your boundaries. I think someone said in the comments, even their friends, they only go through so much shit with them before they have to pull back for themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's equivalent to the friendship where you know this dude is not good for her. He done cheated on her a thousand and one times. You done been there to help her pack up her shit a thousand and one times. But every single time she continues to go back to this individual. When do you say, sis, I can't do this with you no more? Like, when does that piece come in? Because if not, you're going to have people loving people at the detriment of killing themselves. So I'm just asking that question. Do we have friendships in our lives? I know where my boundaries lay. You know what I'm saying? And where my boundaries lay, my love will, will I'm sending you love. See, I, I, you I know y'all always, I, I say this a lot, but I, I feel like each combination and each uh, combination of people is different. Like every different. everything different. You can't just, you can't put one thing in some cookie cutter thing, like formation, right. like everything is different. You got to take all the, all the, the, the traits of all that shit and figure out like, yeah, all right, this, this, I'm going to help them because I see they doing something or now nah, I'm going to get the fuck on because they ain't really trying. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, like, you got to just, you got to wing it, basically. Like, there everything no not the same. Type of way or, or response to how things are going. Like, like, even if you say, like, let's just say, Queen Bree, you, you get into a, another, uh, like, another marriage or whatever. And, some of the some of the same shit start happening or whatever. That don't mean all the same shit gonna happen. You can't just like hurry up and like drop that shit because oh oh that look familiar. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give them a clean slate. Right, but that's where my healing is important. That's where me getting the healing and getting the tools that I needed to be able to heal from that past relationship. So I'm not regurgitating the same shit. Right. So that's where I don't think we take enough time to heal ourselves, even from friendships. People that we've had to disconnect from. We don't take enough time to really get whole within ourselves, learn the lessons we need to learn, and how to set the boundaries we need to set so that it doesn't go forward and keep repeating itself. So I think that the tools are going to be everything. I love therapy because therapists are supposed to give you the tools to where you don't have to go see them every fucking day for 45 years. But maybe I go and see you once a year, or maybe I go and see you 90. If your therapist is truly doing what your therapist should be doing, then eventually you're going to get to a place where it's more of a check-in and not an everyday way to live if they're giving you the tools you need to be able to make the decisions you need to make and how to identify your boundaries and borders. For sure. But, but, again, even, those right. tools, but even those tools they are giving you vary depending on that person's experiences. Right. 
Right. Because even if if Kat is seeing the same therapist that I'm seeing, and it could be the 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 tools that they are giving are based on their own experiences, not right. necessarily the experiences that you are trying to deal with. So even though you are still going to this therapist, hell, I know people that have been in therapy for years. Hell, I just started therapy regularly since last year. I was doing therapy before then, but I started regularly last year. And we only barely touching the surface of what, you know, the shit that I've dealt with or the shit that I've gone through or, or been through and trying to create this wholeness that I want for myself. But the the experiences of that person and the tools that they have don't always fit across the board. So even right. if you have been, they have been giving you the tools and things like that, they still might not fit. Right. And so the tools that you're getting, you might need a, a flathead screwdriver and they giving you a Phillips. Like that's, that's still not working. Just get the tools that work. Because if this is the case, all of the conversations are going to be based upon each person, based upon each person's circumstance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of hard to talk, to handle a topic so broad and try to generalize it in each area. Like, even when we say how society throws people away, like that, it's, it's so hard to take these topics and generalize them, but then not generalize them either because everybody's, threshold is different for pain and for and for healing right and so to what you said you know about boundaries and then trocious responses like everybody is different and i get that but for your specific example that you gave you know like if somebody's saying you know i'm leaving i'm packing my shit i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm leaving at some point you're gonna be like yeah i'm not coming like i'm not fooling with this i'm not coming but is that like I don't want to really want to say giving up, but I understand boundaries. But is that because like for me, real life example, if somebody is in some kind of crazy situation and they break up with their boyfriend every other week, every month, it's always something. Now, in the beginning, the first three times, if this becomes physical or whatever, I might help try to defend you. But once I realize you're not going nowhere, you're going to keep going back. I'm not going to do that. But if you call and say, come and pick me up, come and get me and my kids, I'm going to go. And for right. me, but my boundary is I'm not going to stop at call number eight and say, girl, listen, you don't call me eight times. I'm not coming no more. If you call me and we on call number 40 and you say, come and get me and my kids, I'm coming to get you and your kids because call number 40 may be the one time that I'm like, or call number 30, I don't reach my limit with you because you just keep playing these games. You keep saying this and then you doing this and. I'm tired of coming over here and then you only go, go to go back the next day. But call number 30 might be, you know what? I'm really leaving. And I'm like, I ain't fooling with you. And I didn't go. And then call number 30 is the time that you got strangled to death or whatever. And then you're not on the earth no more. So, but there's still a boundary in place because your boundary is after the third or fourth or fifth time, I'm not going to keep coming to fight and defend you. You feel what I'm saying? You set a boundary there. I'm not going to keep showing up to defend you in that regard, but you can call me and I'll come get your kids at any time. There's still a boundary that's being set. You're just willing to stop here and show up here. You're just choosing how you show up. Right. But I was speaking specifically to your example where you was like, yeah, I'm not coming at all. I yeah. just threw the physical part in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think for me, it's all based upon each of my friendships and the love that I have. I'm a lover of people, period. But I also know how it is to be abused for that love. So I've also had to set parameters in place so that I'm not being used up and I'm not being drained of other people's bullshit that they ain't even willing to deal. They like I can't. I can't go to fight. But I cannot fight harder than you're willing to fight for yourself. No, I and know. I know this is probably going to open up a whole nother can of worms, and this is definitely going to be a topic for another show. But is that putting conditions on love? Mm -mm. I can still love you. Well, who said that love has to be that I'm in this place with you? Like, I love my ex-husband, but I'm not going back to that nigga. Right. But I have love for him as the man that he is. You feel what I'm saying? Doesn't mean I have You're to talking. put my... Right. I'm not giving you none. I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> I'm not doing that without giving you all of me is what I'm saying. But again, those are my boundaries. And those are the things I put in place for me to stay focused and for me to do what I need to do. That's going to be different for every single person. True. Period. So I'm not saying that there's a right or wrong. There's not a right or wrong in healing. You have to figure out what that is for you. I'm just saying it's hard to take these topics and generalize them because there's so many. But what if and what if and add this equation? Well, that's the point, it. though. Like you're supposed to be able to give you're supposed to be able to give what if scenarios with these types of, of conversations in order to hit it from all sides for a mm -hmm. very because we got a variety of people in the audience. That's so important. you have to be able to hit the topics from a, from a bunch of different sides in order to kind of gain some understanding and gain some, some traction so people can know that, okay, this situation works this way. Okay, okay, then that's how it's going to happen. And this situation, and I can take this from over here and this from over here and use it for this situation. So the information that's being given is supposed to be able to help people to understand that there is no one right or wrong. There is no right or wrong way to do what you are doing. You just have to take what is being given and right. sift through it and figure it out for yourself. But right. we're given the information and we're trying to help people to gain some perspective and understand like, okay, it's a lot of different ways all of this shit can go. Yeah. It's a lot of different understandings. So being that that is how life is happening and life happens in a lot of different ways for people so we got to tackle it or have conversations because if we're not having conversations or helping people to understand that this is a problem then we're not going to have conversations in order to help people figure out how to heal or to deal with this big ass problem we keep battling it's a constant right. cycle so how how do we break the cycle Right. All, so healing is not a one size fits all. All these what if scenarios kind of make us like therapists, period. Like the show is therapy on some real talk. Like it is. Yeah. Like that's what all the what if scenarios bring to the viewers. I mean, the listeners, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I guarantee you, somebody in this motherfucking audience or whatever, they can relate to a lot of this shit that we're talking about. I'm telling you. <laughs> So Marcel, Leo, put Marcel's comment up there. What if that's what I was gonna say? That that, that was that's that's and something so, that's something people going. That's something Dwayne Wade going through right now. My what if the crayon is your child? Yeah. Then what? Then what? 
And so, like with and 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 Mouth, I'll use your example with Dwayne Wade's child, and well, is also with kind of like, um, you know, the the situation um, that's going on here when you have somebody who that I mentioned, I think last week or week before, with the the kid that killed his family. So even with both of these kids in both of these situations, that's to me when you have these broken crayons, which is the children in both of these situations. And as a family, you know, and like I mentioned before, you know, it's real easy for people like Leo mentioned in her great analogy that she gave a little earlier. We take those broken crayons, we put them in a box, we throw them away, we put them to the side, we don't acknowledge them anymore. But when it's our own children, it's like what people fail to realize is you have these people that's in a situation and people was criticizing Dwayne Wade, you know, like, why are you doing this? And that's not okay because they're looking at the looking at it from their perspective of their beliefs and values, not understanding this is this man's child, regardless of what your beliefs and values are, even regardless of what his beliefs and values are, he may not be totally okay with it, but he understands that this is my child. I need to love you. I need to work through this with you. And if that means you have to suck up my shit and my feelings to understand and acknowledge your feelings to help you get through whatever stage this is in life, to help you get through it, then that's what we're going to do as opposed to, um, I think like either Mouth or Leo mentioned it, you know, put them down, criticize them, judge them, make them feel some kind of way where now you have this broken creon, this broken child who's now ready to commit suicide because their own parents are throwing them under the bus or not loving them or helping them through whatever situation they got going on to make them be broken. And I know Marcus said, why is his child broken? I was going to say that too, because I don't understand why, why, why people feel like he broken. I don't think he's personally broken, but I do know that there are a lot of people who would say that he's broken just because they don't believe, um, that he should be cross-dressing or mm-hmm. feeling like he should be a girl or whatever the case may be. So. Fucking nigga, damn show chin. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> what? what he, said like? he said he shouldn't be, so apparently Mouse feels that he's broken as well. Yeah, he oh, broke. Okay, then. Um, In my eyes, I mean, he may not be broken to him, but I mean, I appreciate I appreciate Dwayne supporting his child because, like you said, that's a different animal. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I just and you are entitled to your opinion. Let me put this out there. I'm not homophobic or anything like that, but I just I don't like I don't like sissies. You can be gay. That's your thing. Do you? But I don't. I don't like sissies. So, are you implying that the the child is a sissy? No, I'm just saying I don't like them. I didn't say. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying some some, some, some some things are just too extreme. Okay. For me, okay. and that's my personal opinion. These okay. are not the thoughts of JQL and Radio. These are not the thoughts of the Fat Girl Chronicles. These are thoughts of one person. That's the whole point of us being here. Like everyone is entitled to their opinion because we've all had different life experiences that have like helped us or fucked us up. You you know pretty much. Um, but we 
our point of being here is to help people to know, like, it's a lot of shit happening in this world. It's a lot of things going on. A lot of people have experienced a lot of different things. And so yeah. you are not alone in the things that you've experienced, the way that you're thinking, the way that you're dealing with the shit that you've been through. Sure. It's okay. Like, nobody has all the answers. Even the motherfuckers that we go to for the answers don't even have the answers. They are just guesstimating or giving you something based on their own experiences or helping you to be able to talk through the shit so that you can figure it out on your own. Because I, I had told my, I had to tell my therapist that the other day, like, hey, honestly, sometimes I don't even need you to tell me anything. I just need you to let me talk so I can talk myself through this thing that I'm dealing with. Yeah. Because a lot of times we don't have people that will listen to us long enough so we can talk through the shit that's in our head so that we can get to a place where we got to an answer and we got to understand it. And it's like, Oh, okay. The light bulb came on when I talked through this that I needed to get through. So one of the things we've had to embed in like my friendships, I have a friend that when she calls me and when I call her, the first thing we ask is, are you calling me to vent or are you calling me for an answer? And off the bat, that tells us how we need to maneuver in that conversation, right? Because there's sometimes she could just be calling just a vent, but I'm ready to try to problem like, okay, well, have you thought about this? And have you seen this? And let me pull my cards. Like, that's where I'm at. So that's one thing that has worked in our friendship is sometimes she just want to call me and tell me that he's, you know, whatever she's trying to tell me. And I just be like, girl, he is so fucked up. And we move on. So that's something that I've embedded in my relationships. What do you want from me? Do you want me to just listen or do you want me to tell you what I hear or see? There's a difference. Um, you know? Mouth. Hmm? Uh, my brother is agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and, 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 let, and, let, and, let, and let me and let me clarify this too. Like, and, and, I, and I know I might be contradicting myself a little bit. I do believe that it's, it's a, that some people are born and you can do the word, can you? Different, you know what I mean? Like different. <laughs> but, I, but I think um, it's just like too much when you carry yourself that way. And, and if you're not trying to change, you know what I'm saying? Make the complete change. Now, if you if, if you feel like that in your spirit, deep down in your soul, and you're working to make the complete change to become the person that you feel like you're supposed to be, I support you 100%. But you're not gonna walk around here with more beard than me and your shirt tied up at your neighbor with lipstick on, and I'm supposed to believe that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So um, in the meantime, I just want to throw this out there and say, I think we said this before on one of the other shows, but just to kind of um put it back in the atmosphere, because we've talked a lot about therapists tonight, and therapists are great, and I just want everybody to know and understand that therapists are not one size fit all. And if you do seek out a therapist and they're not meshing with you, you're not feeling them, you're not connecting with them. It is totally okay to not go to another session and to find another therapist that you're is right. the same plane as you. Um, because every therapist is not for every person and every person is not for every therapist. And that's okay. And I don't want people to feel bad if they go to a therapist and they like, oh my God, this is horrible. You may feel that way, but try another therapist because sometimes you do have to 
um, maneuver between therapists to find your the right therapist. Not somebody who agrees with you or your yes person, right. but the right, right. therapist. And then I want you to realize this too. Now, if you go to another therapist and that therapist telling you the same thing, you fucked up. Boy, shut up. <laughs> listen to somebody. Stop running and Boy, listen, goddamn. I agree. You know what I'm I agree, goddamn. This is my gift therapist. Nigga, it's you. It ain't the therapist, it's you. Well, you probably shouldn't go to five and you haven't figured it out. Nah, because you're going to keep going to different therapists because they didn't give you the damn answer that you was looking for. Okay, that is clearly not what I was saying. And I know wow. y'all are saying that, but I want the audience to understand it. That's not what I'm <laughs> right. saying. Clearly not Do not just therapy hopping until you get the one that gives you your yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, that's what the other one said. I don't like you either. We're going to get ready for our quick commercial break. We want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening in. Uh, thank you. For you guys that are listening on JQLM Radio, we truly, truly appreciate you. For those of you all that are just tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you like, share, and follow the Fat Girl Chronicles page on Facebook. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel for us. Because we are constantly working to grow more and more and more. And if you are not a subscriber and you are watching right now, go on over while we take this commercial break. Go on over to YouTube. Type in the Fat Girl Chronicles and you're going to find us, go ahead and hit subscribe and then hit that little bell so that you can get notifications when we go live. All right? Hey. We're not done yet. We got a whole nother hour left. So y'all got time to go tell y'all friends yes, to tune in. Y'all got a few minutes. Okay, yeah, everybody looking right now to hit the share button and go to five groups you in and share it there. I dare you. That part? You, punk, you ain't going to do it. You punk. And <laughs> hey, we got to make it a challenge. They'll do it. <laughs> I bet you won't. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. <laughs> the hashtag PGC share challenge. Everybody gonna be out here on TikTok sharing. Oh, right, right, right. So we gonna go ahead and take it. Was that your jewel bug? Is that what you was doing? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna go ahead and get ready to go to our commercial break, you guys. We thank you for sticking around with us and joining us for this show and for this topic. So go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and make sure you share this uh, video to at least five groups, like they said. If you are in a couple groups, go ahead and share it so these people can tune in too and get this work like we've been giving y'all. And we will be right back. We'll be right back. We will be back after these messages. All right, folks. Are you or someone you know accomplishing some amazing things in the community or is just an inspiration to many? Apply to be featured on the cover of Ego Magazine, a bi-monthly digital interactive publication under the Ego Entertainment Network brand. Apply to be featured in other sections such as education, business, media and entertainment, community leader, author of the month or artist of the month. Visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com to apply today. Track Island Beat by Arulo.
DP DeMarco Plays presents Killadelphia, the stage production worldwide virtual screening event from Dallas, Texas. It's coming to a screen near you on Saturday, January 30th, 2021 at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Featuring celebrity actors Marcus Polk, K. Ron Joseph Riley, Pooch Hall, Willie Taylor, and actress Claudia Jordan. There are sponsorship opportunities available for you. From major corporations to small business owners or even a business collab sponsorship. Sponsorship opportunities include presenting sponsor, red carpet sponsor, celebrity meet and greet sponsor, commercial spots, and product placement. For more information and to secure your sponsorship, contact DeMarco Plays at info at demarcoplays.com. That's info at D-E-M-A-R-C-O-P-L-A-Y-S dot com. Or Ego Entertainment at info.egoentnet at gmail.com. That's info.egoentnet at gmail.com. Hurry! Spots are limited. You must secure your sponsorship by December 15, 2020. Philadelphia, the stage production virtual screening event. Track CBPD by Arulo on mixkit.com. Have you subscribed yet to the free bi-monthly digital interactive ego magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com to subscribe now. This magazine is all about supporting and showcasing excellence in communities everywhere. From music, arts and culture, relationships, education, politics, celebrities, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track CBPD by Arulo. Like, follow, and share JQLM Radio on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We follow back. Welcome to JQLM Radio, where there's real music, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Check out our 24-hour music rotation of gospel, R&B, hip-hop, and pop with your favorite artists and new upcoming artists. If you enjoy engaging conversations, you'll love our talk show lineup of topics like relationships, news and politics, business, inspiring stories, and more. Download the JQLM radio app or tune in through the TuneIn radio app or the Streamusful radio app. You can also listen live from our Facebook page by clicking the Use App button or from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. If you miss your favorite shows live, you can catch the episodes on any of the major podcast platforms. That includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. We follow back. JQLM Radio, real, raw, and relevant. Track, Little Pump Type by Arulo. Enjoy. 
All right, all right, all right. I told y'all we'd be right back. We was going to be right back. We are getting ready to bring our peoples back up in there. Back up in here one time for the one time. Thank y'all for sticking around with us. And then we got our homie Mo in the building. What up, homie? What's poppin'? How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? What's up, What's up my guy? Well, well, what's going on, homie? <laughs> Boy, you a damn fool. <laughs> we is good. We is good. What's up? How you doing? Man, same suit warmed over. Trying to get good news to the people. That was some old people shit you just said. I'll be 44 next week. I feel it. <laughs> don't be no, don't be, don't be no lame monkey eating. Uh, <laughs> you said you'll be 44 next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's good, bro? What's going on, homeboy? I'm chilling, chilling. Oh, phenomenal. I didn't think 44. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Bree, stop lying. You know he looked 54. Stop That's comedy. He yeah. Don't to pick you. I got to pick Don't better. Don't be no friends. lame monkey eating yellow tree dicks. What? <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all crazy. Hey, man, that was hilarious. Well, I saw that. I died. That was really in the store. I saw it, but like, of maybe course somebody did it just to take a picture. something else to say that he ain't supposed to be saying on here. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm feed him. I'm definitely going right. to feed him. Little light skin ain't in here, is she? Yeah. Damn. Boss lady in here. Hey. Yeah, she always in here. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why y'all be trying to act like y'all don't know. She always in here. She a stalker. So how's everybody doing? She we decent, fam. Uh, we uh, how are you? Give us some good stuff Very today. Good. Yeah, I, um, I posted that uh, video in the, uh, in the group. I mean, basically, that, that explains everything because a lot of... Uh, a lot of my clients have those same questions. Like, is there any living benefits out, uh, outside of, you know, life insurance? And for all the people who's uh, tuning in, what's popping, everybody? Um, if you have an agent, speak with your agent regarding the living benefits of your life insurance policies, not the group life, like uh, what you have at work or not term life. But if you have any type of uh, permanent insurance, like an IUL or whole life, definitely speak with your agent. If you have any questions, Feel free to reach out to me, and I can uh, I'll answer them the best that I could. But it's some money and life insurance that money you can see, okay. you know. And we're gonna, it, you, we're gonna let you go all into depth in a minute, you know. We're gonna let you we're gonna let you do your whole thing. Whole oh yeah, way I mean, well, that's information and stuff for us. That's hey, that's the she, gist of it. She had to say, "Hey, cool, cool your tracks." She, she oh, because I mean, I get hey, the freestyle and Jack. I'm going, You feel me? I was like, "Oh." He hit it already. Oh. He didn't even need to oh. stretch. <laughs> Let him know. Man, he when it comes to money, I, it's, it's always go time. Whole life. Already. Whole already. Milk. already. Right? This dude said whole life, not whole milk. Y'all funny. Y'all crazy. So, mouth. You got our, you got our new music moment? Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. Let's get to the new music Ray. moment. You ready? All right, we're going to go ahead and get to We're it. We're always ready. Let's get to it. All right. Yo, what's up? It's your man, The Mouth, and it's time for your new music moments. Let's jump right into yeah. it, y'all. 
This week's new album pick of the week is Two Sisters. They're American but come from Nigerian descent. And they call this album Homegrown. The name of the group is called Bad Jess. And the single off the album that we're going to get into first is called Slow Down. It's your new music moments. Yes, indeed. That song right there was called Slow Down. The album is called Homegrown. The group is called Van Jess. Two sisters. But we're going to get into this song right here off the album as well. The album's called Homegrown again. This song is called Boo Thing. And it's featured Devin Morrison. Van Jess, your artist of the week. That's your album of the week, Van Jess with Boo Fang featuring Devin Morrison right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles. But I want to give y'all something new from a veteran. He's coming back, y'all. I know y'all know the gentleman. Mr. Donnell Jones is coming back with an album. The album doesn't drop till Valentine's Day. And the album is called 100%. The single we're going to get into tonight is called Deep Into You. It's Mr. Donnell Jones, your veteran of the week, y'all. Throwback veteran new music moment with your man in mouth on the Fat Girl Chronicles. The kids are gone, nobody here but us. Who put on some sexy baby? You about to get this love. Oh, let's make love like it's for Souls will be connected with you, then we deep in you. As I get deep in you, as I get deep in you, as I get deep in you, girl, you feel so good in you. As I get deep in you, as I get deep in you, as I get deep in you, as I get deep in you. 
indeed, yes indeed. That's a new music moment, man. Mr. Donnell Jones, he's coming back. The album's not due out till September the 14th, which is Valentine's Day. The album's called 100%. Mr. Donnell Jones and your album of the week was Van Jess, the two sisters, and the album's called Homegrown. So go pick those two up, man, and don't forget you heard it first right here on the Fat Girl Chronicles with your man, The Mouth, and the new music moment. You can follow me at the Mouth underscore moments on all social media outlets. Uh, if you need any information about the music I play, don't forget to email me, email me at the Mouth. 247gmail.com or hit us up at the Fat Girl Chronicles at gmail.com. It's your man, the mouth, and it's your new music moment. And I'm out. Love y'all. Yo, yo, check this out. Correction hey. of the break. The album comes out this Sunday, February the 14th. <laughs> <laughs> goes out February. It comes out. It comes out this Sunday. It comes out Valentine's Day. Also, this Friday, I said it a couple of weeks ago, but he pushed it back a couple of weeks. Robin Thicke's album comes out Friday. Definitely go get that album. That Robin Thicke album is nice. Go get it. But that's your new music moments with your bad mouth. That's what's up, bro. That first joint had me grooving, grooving, bro. I fucks with that joint. Yeah, man. Yes. Man, that Donnell Jones was cracking. Oh that's yeah, my, that's my man, though. He you coming. already know. He he come. Like he got that. another single. He got another single, but I, you know, I had. I wanted to make sure I kept my time limit. But he got another single on the album called Karma. I'm telling you, really? he yeah, he ready. Oh, what? What is it called? Karma. Karma. What? Karma. What time limit? Who gave you a time limit? Well, I thought we had five you know, minutes. I try to be respectful. Because everybody, everybody has something important to say here. We appreciate, yeah, I appreciate it. that. Yeah. That's I what's up, appreciate bro. you for that, G. Good selections again, once again this week, as always. Salute. So, Salute. For, for y'all that didn't catch the correction, he actually meant Valentine's Day, which is February 14th, right. not September 14th. <laughs> <laughs> And he was so serious. He's like September fourteenth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna play it today, but you gotta wait eight months. <laughs> 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 uh, but when that song started, he kind of sounded a little bit like Joe. You know, like when that song first started, that's who I thought it was initially. I was like, wait, okay. yeah. So it sounded a little bit like Joe, but that's that's cool though. I like both of those, especially the first one. I'm with you on that trope. I was grooving with that. Yeah, Miss actually, Kat. we search some of their music. They got, they have very good music. Actually, a listener of mine brought them to my attention. That's what's up. Look at yeah. the listeners out here helping. Okay, Man, what? Okay, y'all. Um, Miss Cat, what you got for us, baby? So, just like last week, still don't keep it light and airy. Nothing heavy. Um, it's the month of love, and we have enough heavy stuff going on. So, today, uh, really quick, brief, just the art of dating. Um, we are still in the month of love. Valentine's Day is Sunday. Um, I am under the impression, I just read on social media, that Side Chick Day is Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> So, Bree, what is that? Are you raising your hand or something? What's going on? What? You know, I'm Polly, so we don't believe in side chicks, but go right ahead. Okay. Anyway, so uh, dating. So, for everybody who's main chick, 
is on Valentine's Day or just any day at all, whether it's a, your main chick, your side chick, your main dude, your side dude, just to get back to dating. Um, again, with the pandemic, things have been crazy. Things have been hectic. Um, when you go on dates, take people on dates, get dressed up, leave the house. Um, don't just get in the car and drive through somebody's drive through Actually take the time. Um, dress, put on some nice clothes, go to a restaurant, sit down, put your phone down. Now, why are you laughing? I'm laughing at myself. <laughs> what are you saying? Marcus, I'm laughing at Marcus. He said on or Saturday, he said side chick that could be or Saturday. He, oh. said, he, <laughs> sister, he said sister, wife, dip, whatever you want to call them. Two P, two P spicy. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? Like, I'm not fooling with y'all. Uh, Marcus, how do you have a never mind? Don't nobody answer that question out loud because as we said earlier, I don't know what city or state y'all in. Um, you know, we do not promote physical violence, and I do not want anybody to get their head chopped off this evening for saying that they got side chicks and side dudes and Marcus said you know, that last week. Remember, he was like, uh, he said he's I think he said he's used to celebrating. Oh, being, being celebrated, yeah. Yeah, being celebrated on the on the. On hey, Saturday. but look, Charlie, you can get a Saturday this year. That be you winning. That's comedy. Man, you winning because you get the day before <laughs> the main person get the day. Oh, so now the side chick don't even gotta wait till Monday. They can get on. They can get Saturday. You can get it on yeah. Friday or Saturday. Getting out the winning. Love is love. Hey, that's risky. That's risky. You might spend. What you might spend too much money on that Saturday, you know what I'm saying? That's, That's good. risky. That's good. You can't go on a date with the side chick on Friday or Saturday because you might spend too much money and then not have enough money for the main chick on that's, Sunday. That's real risky because so yeah, Saturday, is the, Saturday is the fun day. For real, for real. Saturday is the day where all the stuff pop and you might get lost and, and, and spend too much money. For real, man. That's then on Sunday, day. hey, we going to brunch. That's it. All That's all I got. I got brunch. So y'all tell him you know, some, some chocolates and a box of chocolates. <laughs> it's all, oh my God, Jesus, y'all! He said the side chick get a budget. Fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you might go over that budget a little bit. Ain't nobody about to play with Marcus because he will go. He will Marcus, go Marcus said, "Hey, uh, every year this time of year, Red Lobster had an all scrimps you can eat." Yes. <laughs> The scripts. <laughs> well, Jesus, I say, don't play unless you can afford to. I'm not fooling with y'all. Yes, Queen Bree, that is absolutely correct. Whatever y'all doing with y'all, side chick, main chick, third chick, fourth chick, just please make sure you can afford it. And if you can't right. afford it, you probably shouldn't be having all of them chicks going on, dudes or whatever. Um. However, back to just regular old dating regardless of who you're dating. Well, I guess you can't take the side chick out in public, so I don't know how y'all gonna date. They do, though. You can oh, God. Not if it's a side... How you gonna take the side chick out in public, Bree? They not Polly. It's just the side chick. How she gonna go out in public? What if, some, what if the main... Somebody in the main chick knows Sam, and then it's gonna be a whole situation. That's why Polly is such a better life, bro. You don't even have to have all that stress on your back. You know? Are you going out? So you going out with both of them on Valentine's? Yes, I I like love. No, you not. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing that shit at all. You say you don't even talk about them to each other. 
Michelle said, don't yes. do it with your half ass. That's do it with your whole ass. Yes, Michelle. Do it, Michelle. Tell them. Tell them how you're supposed you, to do it. And if your back pockets touch, oh well. <laughs> you in these back pockets. <laughs> Anyway. Hey, that's that's doing it with a quarter ass, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, this has went totally left, so I'm just gonna say this, and I'm gonna leave it there. The art of dating: just please date your significant other, whoever that is, however it is. Just please be safe, but have fun. Post, post the board back ass bitch. <laughs> Good memory. And uh, just an FYI, so I'll talk more about the art of dating on Thursday uh, at 12 noon, lunchtime conversation if you're not busy on uh, relationship rules on um, Facebook live on Thursday. Um, Make sure you post that. Yeah. I want to join you. And so I want in. What you say? You want in? Yeah, we support you. You are a team. Okay, I, right. I appreciate that, but I didn't hear what Mo said. Mo, you didn't answer my question either. Did you answer me? He is. Oh, okay. Yeah, say leave that man alone. <laughs> I'm trying to learn our, our cast members here. Our, I need to know this information. Y'all silly. Yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah. <laughs> I just like, went back to it. <laughs> like, oh, the real. That was so delayed. So delayed. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, hey, you keep catching them off guard. Did we catch them off guard two weeks ago? On oh, real, week, uh, yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, what up, bro? He, who are you talking to? Oh, um, oh I'm in the show. Um, man, I'll be working, man. Thank you guys uh, for Valentine's Day. So uh, much love to all y'all. I hope y'all have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Whatever you decide to do with whomever you decide to do it with, just please be safe out here in these streets uh, or wherever you're doing, whatever you're doing, just be safe. Regardless, I hope y'all have a wonderful love day, side chick day, whatever day you decide to have, just have a good one. And like in lieu of uh, <laughs> by way of Leo Rochelle, don't do it with your half ass, do it with your whole ass. And y'all can catch me again, like I said, Thursdays, 12 noon, relationship rules on Facebook live, and then um all social media outlets, Cat Miles. And that's all I got for y'all tonight. Dancing y'all made me laugh. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's what's up. Uh, what's up, Joe? Uh, Trosh. What's good? What's good? What's up, baby? Man, Joe. Um, I got some 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 nice things this week, man. Y'all know y'all hear me angry every week. You know, I just want to shed some light on some um on something that I, I witnessed uh at work a couple of days ago that day. It was super cold outside. I'm talking about like it was it was stupid cold. Like you go out there for a minute, like the air was hot. It was so cold. But uh it was an old guy. He came into my job or whatever. Uh and he was just like, Man, could you call the police for me or whatever? And I'm like, Man, what happened? You know what I'm saying? He basically was just saying, like, uh, they told him uh if he was ever out there cold or whatever, like to call the police, they'll take him to a spot to get some warmth. If he was homeless, he ain't had nowhere to go, stuff like that. Uh and man, uh so the Business on the next door to my job end up uh renting a hotel room for the man for three days, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but bought him food and everything, bro. Like I'm saying it's, it's still some good people out here, man. That made me feel kind of good, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm on the phone with I'm on the phone with 311. Like, yeah, I need a uh a police escort to take my man to some homeless shelter or something, you know what I'm saying? Uh hey, they they put him up, they fed him, 
And it was just a good yeah. feeling to know there's still good people out here, man. And then it's like That's check solid. on your check on your people, man. Cause he was saying, like, he's like, Yeah, I got kids and stuff like that. I'm a veteran. And you know what I'm saying? I don't got nowhere to go. I'll be like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, this country would do you bogus, bro. After you just put your whole life on the line for man, I don't know how no veteran got to worry about anything. Like, yeah, they definitely it's, be taken care of. Man, it, it's so sad, man. It's so sad. But yeah, man. Check on y'all people, man. Cause it's it's cold out here. It's cold out here. Um, that snow not playing. Like I was taking the garbage out. That joint was up to my kneecaps, man. I'm 6'2". <laughs> I'm 6'2", man. Speaking my whole leg getting lost. Speaking of snow being up to your kneecaps, has the neighbor parked in your parking spot again? You know what, man? I, I parked across the street. I made me a spot across the street, so I don't even have to put hands on them. You know what I'm saying? So Good. I, I'm, Good I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stay on the right path, Bro. man. Bro. I'm trying to stay on the right path before I break. <laughs> no, nah, G, I would have you would have had no move. This is my park move. See the kind of friends I get that encourage me to do they encourage me to do illegal stuff. <laughs> I mean it ain't illegal if it's in front of your house and they parking in your spot in front of your in front of your crib. Like it nah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't in front of my crib though. It wasn't like I but I shoveled this spot out though. You know what I'm saying? He don't own that street. Man, I'm trying to keep it it positive this week, man. Stop bringing that up. You did a great job, Charles. She did a great job. Man, y'all got the steam about to come out of me again, bro. Don't read this. Y'all did a great job. The store next door boss man did a great job. Putting him in the three days. Wonderful. So do y'all have warming centers there? Is that what he was trying to, or is it just a shelter, or is it warm? It's like it was like a shelter, um, uh, and I guess they told him like because they had dropped him off before, so he was like, yeah, like they told him uh, next time he need a, a rat or something, just call in. But I called three one one to like see what I'm supposed to do because I know you ain't just supposed to call the police like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I called three one one, and they was telling me like, yeah, we'll send a we'll send a pickup to come grab him. But before that, um, they had already. The, the the dude next door had already booked him a room and everything. That's cool. That's what's up. Beautiful. Solid. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to put some positive out there. That's yeah, good. That's good. Everybody, I challenge all of my co-hosts to do a good deed for somebody this week, regardless of what it is. Whether you buy somebody a cup of coffee, get somebody a couple of dollars. I just challenge you all to do a good deed this week for somebody. I'm I like it. it. Accepted. I'm not going to fuck that man's wife. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's up next? Who's up next? Yes, please let's just move on because I can't leave you right now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Y'all know, y'all know I got to say something crazy. Um, Bree, it's on you, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, we're talking new moon in Aquarius. Um, moon's going to be really delicious for you. you um, of course, when we talk about new moon, we're talking about all things that are manifesting, beginning, and creating. With the new moon in Aquarius, the words that are going to kind of come out are going to be feisty, detached, optimistic, but also electric. So that's the energy that this new moon is going to be carrying. This is a time to set an intention for your money, and your love. 
Now, your love is not going to be like, it can be relational, it can be self-love, it can be whatever it is that you desire, but this is going to be the house that we're going to kind of live into. Um, there's something out here called a voided moon. So what that means in this season of the moon, the new moon of Aquarius is anything you're anything new you're wanting to do, try to hold off 13 hours into the new moon. So the new moon is February 11th. So if you're going to do a ritual, if you're going to set some seeds and set some intentions, it might be a good time to wait until the 12th to kind of write that at, write that out and put the seeds down. Um, I studied myself. So I know that this new moon in Aquarius stands in my seventh house as a Leo. Your seventh house as a Leo is going to be your love life, your relationships, businesses, partnerships, all that great things, as well as my rising sign is Taurus. So the new moon is in my 10th house, which is my money house. So everything that we just said, like this is a good intention. And if you ever want to break down houses and where it stands in your energy and chart, you can always reach out to me. I am Brikita Goodwin and we can do a new moon and full moon um, carpool for you and let you know what specific areas you want to focus in on this month. But I have four questions that you should ask yourself in this new moon. First is, of course, what energy do you want to invite? So, you know, your new moon is the time to start sowing and dreaming and seeing and being. OK, the second question you want to ask yourself is, um, have I been detached to the point of appearing uncaring? If so, to whom and why? Not meaning that you have to go and care. It means you need to be identifying why you are detaching yourself in certain seasons and from certain people. The third thing I would ask myself is, do I actually believe in my own abundance? There are so many of us out here that are actually working so hard, but we don't even believe that we can achieve what it is we say we want. So your first question you have to ask yourself is, do you even believe in you before anybody else can even believe in you? And then once you believe in you, if if you don't believe in you, what can you do to start believing in you? What accountability can you put in place? What affirmations can you put in place? What could your morning routine look different like to help you in that arena? And then the last question I have for you is which structures in my life do I need to smash and break free from? So as we're talking about these new seeds and new dreams, what is it that you're going to have to let go of in order to be able to be free? So we may have to let go of some of this trauma in order to build a new way in our money. We might have to let go of some of this emotional pain to really even be able to sow seeds to be able to receive love. Like you have to make room for the energy you say you want in your life, period. Okay. So that's the new moon in Aquarius. It's delicious energy if you let it be delicious to you. And write the vision and make the plane, a.k.a. do the fucking work, period. That's all we can do. I like that. I want my stuff to be delicious. Uh, I love how passionate you are when you talk about this stuff. Like, it's she like, would, it's, it's, it's hard to not listen to you. It's delicious. Because, man, you just be in it. Like, you catch a, a, a zone and you just roll. Like, okay. like. You be talking about thirteen houses and all that stuff, <laughs> man. Smashing and start hey, over. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to these Aquarius really pick up on that when you break it down. What she was saying about the seven house and the and the money and and then detached, but you're gonna yeah, have some like you're gonna have some lying and some lying love. So that means you're going down to Thirty Second Street, get your money together, and buy you some pussy. <laughs> now. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> I had so much positivity. I don't know what to say. No. Hey, hey, no, for real though, she did say she did tell you to wait to the twelfth. All right, so Mo, <laughs> we gonna go ahead and move it right on to you. Oh my gosh, how you doing, boo? What you doing? <laughs> What's popping? Um, <laughs> give me a minute. I think we all need a minute at this point. Um, yeah. So the uh, the video, yeah, the video I posted. Um, I don't know if uh, everyone saw. Shout out to Tavana, my Aquarius sister. Um, I it posted a video. Candy, right. When it was candy, right? Yeah, it was. It was uh, candy, and uh, she broke down um, the importance of life insurance. And like I was saying, when I started freestyling, when uh, I came on here. Um, it's so much you can do with life insurance. And I, um, it would be great if everyone who has some type of life insurance policy would reach out to their um, agent or their broker, their producer, whatever, and speak with them regarding the benefits of life insurance. Because and instead of just, you know, having a beneficiary and, you know, for your money when you check out, you can really make some things happen. You can even create or have the conversation of, genera- uh, of creating generational wealth with uh, life insurance as long as it's uh, structured properly. And it's a, it's a lot that goes into it. So like I said, I would like really love for everyone with some type of life insurance to speak with, like I said, speak with their uh, agent to see exactly how they can uh, use that policy. It's tax free. The money is tax free when the uh, cash value accrues. And she was stating that's how OJ, even though they uh, snatched all of his money, he had majority of his uh, funds and life insurance and they cannot do anything um, with that uh, as far as him like pulling down because like I said, it's tax free and um, they can't they can do anything. They can't they can't seize that. So if you if you're in a bind, uh, uh, I mean, I can say in a bind, but you can do a lot with uh, a whole life insurance policy or uh, any type of permanent insurance. And any questions or concerns, feel free to shoot me an inbox. I'll uh, let you know where to go, who you can uh, speak with, or I'll help you out myself. So my question is about the generational wealth and just wealth building with insurance policies. Does this kind of relate as well to like the Gerber policies? Because I know, you know, they talk about starting the kids policies off and then at 18 it doubles and then. I think like they can use the money or pull some of the money out to pay for college or to their first apartment or something like that. So will that kind of fall in that? And then my second question or yeah, my second part to this question is, so with a policy like that, let's say that it doubles at the age of 18, the kid turns 21, 22, whatever, and they pull money out for school or for a car for whatever. Is the policy set up in a way that even if they pull money out, there's enough life insurance policy money that will stay intact in the benefit of death or can they just like pull all the money out and be like, you know, the value is a hundred thousand dollars. I want the whole hundred thousand dollars. Or is there something in place that says the original value of the policy, 25, 30,000, you regardless of whatever you take out, you have to keep that amount in there for a death benefit. Okay, to answer your first question, the um, you're speaking on uh, as far as the Gerber policies, you're speaking on the cash value. That's the money that accrues uh, 
I, when you pay your premium is something like a mortgage. You know, in the beginning of the mortgage, you're paying the uh, taxes. The uh, I'm sorry, the interest. And then uh, after a while, you uh, start paying uh, against the principal. Mm-hmm. That's the, pretty much the same concept with life insurance. In the beginning, you're paying um, you're paying until what's considered the cash value, because the premium for the death benefit alone is uh, a lot cheaper than uh, the total premium in whole life. So what you're doing with the Gober, Gober policy, policy, you're paying towards the uh, cash value and the cash value accrues. Now, to answer your second question, um, as long as there's enough cash value in the policy, just say if you have a $100,000 policy on one of your children and the cash value is 60000 if you were to take out the uh, full 60000 because it's considered a loan, if you take uh, a loan against the 60000 but still continue to pay your premium, the cash value continues to grow. However, in the event of, uh, to say, the child passing, um, whatever your loan is, that's what you'll be paid. Uh, you you get the death benefit minus the loan. So just say um, you'll get $40,000 if the uh, policy uh, death benefit is 100000 but there's a $60,000 loan. Now, okay. there's a second... There's a second part that goes with that as well. It's called, uh, depending on how your uh, whole life policies are structured, it's called paid up additions. So as you pay, these are some of the like great benefits with um, whole life insurance. As you pay your premium, your death benefit, your cash value accrues as well as your death benefit increases. So over, just say, if you start your baby at two years old with a $100,000 whole life policy, by the time uh, you're ready for college, as long as you have an increase in death benefit, um, the death benefit could be $165,000. So you do the math, you know, then you take a $60,000 loan, you still have 105000 as a death benefit. Right. Okay. Did I answer your question? Yep. Thank you. No problem. Anything else? I got a question. You know what really mm-hmm. grinds my gears, Mom? What I do? You didn't do it. Like anytime I want to get a life insurance policy, there are certain insurance companies that won't even do it for me because of my weight. Right. So Mm -hmm. like either that or you find companies that you're going to have to pay all of this money. Like just because I'm a fat girl doesn't make me unhealthy. Like by my doctor's standards, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. I don't have all of those things. But the mere number on a scale is Mm -hmm. what automatically takes me out. So I think that someone should create a package deal program that lumps all of these people together because you would make so much fucking money if people who are plus size or fat could still get life insurance without the $5,000 or $400 a month type shit. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I understand. I understand. Now, um, I will say this life insurance or insurance period is, uh, more for lack of better terms, risk taking, you know, so the company has to, uh, you know, leverage their uh, bets. And I understand where you're coming from because I I have clients, I have clients that, you know, would be considered like obese, but they're in like great uh, health. They have great health and it's been proven because, you know, depending on the uh, amount of death benefits you're uh, seeking, you have to get like what's called a pyramid. You have to get blood and urine. And if everything comes back, okay, then, but, Here's the way I do things. Mm-hmm. I speak with my underwriters first before okay. I put an application in because the last thing I want anyone uh, to have on their record is being denied because that okay. follows you. So mm-hmm. what I would do in your in your case or uh, in cases similar to yours, I would speak with um, 
my underwriters, let them know, hey, this is going on, this is going on. Maybe we can set up a pyramid before we even like uh, consider taking the application so you can see. So therefore, we're not wasting her time or our time. Yeah. yeah. But but uh, speaking to that as well, uh, Bree, it's a lot of agents who's just looking at the bread. Right. They're not. They're not looking. They're looking at the possibility. And um, in cases like that, the it's called um, the premium or the uh, application. The policy is uh, considered to be table rated. So, meaning, like, well, speaking of what you said, um, the premium is uh, highly increased. Right. Based on With you know a number on a scale. Yeah. And I mean, plug. I can insure anybody and everybody. So. What you need to do is shoot me a uh, an inbox or something. Like I have companies okay. I'm broker I'm uh, contracted with over a hundred uh, companies. Gosh. So <laughs> I'm contracted <laughs> with, with over a hundred companies. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, that. Any uh, anybody else? I saw a question in. Uh, yeah, Iris Knight. <clears throat> uh, even Iris, uh, speak on a change in policy. For when the children turn 21 years of age i mean as far as like ownership iris because um any changes will have to uh be uh given okay by the, whoever owns the policy so early on if you uh set it up to where uh once your the child turns a certain age then they they become the owner and or the payer then that's uh that's i mean that's the only change I can um, I can think of, unless you can uh, give me a little more detail. Um, okay, so she said, yeah. Do you okay, have to, to be employed to get a policy when you are of age? Uh, no, nah, I have I have clients who actually I just um, wrote a policy eight o'clock Saturday morning on one of my clients who's um, currently unemployed. So no, nah, I mean as long as you. You know, of course, I'm going to, you know, I'm the frontline underwriter, the frontline underwriter. So I'm going to, you know, ask the questions. But I mean, if you tell me you can afford, I can't say no, I'm not going to uh, submit an application. Um, so if you tell me you can afford it, then yeah. And then uh, once it gets to the underwriters, they're going to um, ask, like, well, how can they afford it? And I'm going to let them know whatever it is you told me. So, yeah, you can. Cool, cool. All right, then. <clears throat> all right, all right. Well, and okay, no problem. And like I said, anybody who have any questions, I'm not I'm not a salesman, so you don't have to worry about me trying to get you to do this, that, or the third. I'm just here to help my people. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an inbox. And uh, like I said, I'll get you. If I don't have the information right then and there, I can get it. I it's not just me. I got a team of people. And you said you're licensed in Indiana. Are you licensed? Yeah, I'm licensed in Indiana. Yeah, I'm licensed in several different states. And, you know, for the right price, I'll bust the right game. So if you if you in uh, Vermont and you're looking to do some business, I'll definitely get licensed. I'll speak with you in a few days. Oh, look at you. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Look at you. Mm -hmm. Being all extra, being able to do that kind of thing there. Um, well, the F word for today, you know, that's on me. The F word for today, <clears throat> we're going to go with travel because that's what I'm about to do. I'm on my way to do some traveling. Travel, see the world, enjoy something new at least once a year. I know that may sound minimum. 
But if you cannot do it any other time throughout the whole 365 days of the year, at least do something one time throughout that year where you are not in your place of residence, when you are not in your state of residence. There is so much more of the world to be able to see. Um, so make sure that you see it. Even if you are still within the states, go see something new in a different state, in a different city. Even if you're in your own state and you got other cities that you can go to to experience something new that you may have never been to another city in your state, go do that. Um, if you have a passport, take a drive to Canada. If you're close to, you know, close to where you can take that drive to Canada, um, I know that's something I plan on doing this year. Now that I have my passport, I've been wanting to go to Canada for the longest. And so that's another um, place that I plan to visit this year. I'm actually on my way to visit, uh, go to Vegas. So it's a lot of different places that you can visit this year. Even with COVID happening, there are a lot of ways that you can travel and still be safe. There are a lot of places that you can go. There are a lot of places that you can go that are pretty much shut down. But you can still enjoy being away. You can still go see the sights. You can still be in your vehicle or still be to yourself and still go see the world. So make sure that we are partaking of what God has for us here. Um, the beautiful buildings, the skyscrapers, uh, the skyscrapers, the land, you know, the different mountains and rivers and all that other kind of stuff we can see. Take advantage of it. Make sure that you are going to see something new and something different and um, enjoy it. Make it a priority to get outside of your own area, out of your own space, because if we are only confined to one space and one area, we will never know what the world has to offer us outside of our own neck of the woods. Because some of y'all don't even go to other sides of town. Some of you don't even know your own city uh, well enough because you don't go to the other side of town. I don't go to the west side. Oh, Lord. Damn, I mean, fam. That's how, that's how some people are. In Damn. Oh, I don't that go shit hurt, Joe. I, I feel attacked. Listen, <laughs> are you... like, I don't go east. I don't go east. Nah, I'm just like, playing. It's 20 minutes. Just go. Like, the fuck? Like, it's not even a big deal. Just go. I mean, there may be some some things that you are on that side of town that you can partake of culturally that you did not know was there. So it don't necessarily have to be that you're going over there to kick it, but make sure that you are going to see different things that may be in your own city or in another neck of the woods where you can experience something new and different. All right? So that's the F word for today is to travel. Go have some fun. Go do something enjoyable because I know although we are all dealing with so many different things, we still have to enjoy the life that we have and the life that is in front of us because tomorrow is not promised. So make sure that you go do what you can do. Have some fun. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy some new food. Enjoy some new places. Enjoy some new people. And laugh. Laugh through it all. Live through it all but also make sure you are enjoying yourself to the fullest. All right, y'all? So that's, that's crazy. That's I'm glad that you brought that up, though, like like saying stuff like, oh, man, just go out of your neighborhood and stuff like that, man, because I'm telling you, like, growing up, man, I lost a whole bunch of friends because I was, like, more the uh, – the I wanted to be more experienced. So, I, I man, I was always the dude going on trips and stuff like that, like going to different sides of the city and stuff like that. Hey, they, they was – was outside their comfort zone and I, I wasn't built like that you know what i'm saying like i'm 
I was different. Like, I I think I told this to you before. Like, uh, when I was like doing music hard or whatever, I was always shooting to be a, a worldwide superstar. You know right. what I'm saying? Like some people yeah. I know. Some people I know just want to be local stars and shit like that, but you know what I'm saying? That's how you know when you, you're on a different wavelength for somebody, and you, you got to go ahead and separate. Yep. And and, and to add to uh, to add to what he said, um, the be- so one of the best things I could have done was get out the hood, go to school, and then reach back and grab some of my little guys and took, even before they was college, uh, college age, Took them down to Illinois State with me. Let them see a different side of, you know, the way shit is because I I refuse to, you know, continuously be caught up in the nonsense. And it was only right that I reached that, reached back and did the same for them. So that's always uh, teach your kids that we are. We at an an age now to where majority of our kids are uh, grown and gone. Teach them to reach back and uh, possibly change somebody else's life. That makes sense, bro. And not only that, take your kids on vacation. Take your kids, show them that they can travel and go to zoos and museums and uh, aquariums and take them on on vacations and let them go see another to another state and let them know that they can leave their state because there's so many kids that I come across, um, even as adults, and they like they never left the state that they live in, and I'm like, that's crazy. Like, who does that? But it's, I mean, it's. Really- <laughs> Hey, that's crazy you said to Kay. Let me tell you what, what let me tell y'all what this little jerk my daughter did to me, man. <laughs> so um like around August or whatever, we did like a family trip, like we went to Arizona, you know what I'm saying? But she don't like to fly. So I say, hey, we're gonna drive it. You know, this mock end up not going, and I still had to drive. Like, yo, we could have flew, man. Long drive. We could have. Boy, you was in it. Oh, bro, I was hot, bro. I was, I was on (laughs) ten, bro. Too mad. You got got treated. Treated. (laughs) You definitely got treated. Well, I don't know what to say. Hey, I was hot, bro. Y'all, y'all don't even understand. Um, we got the end of the 27. Show. 27. 27. Yeah, that's a yeah. And I pushed that straight through, my dude. Ain't no stopping in uh, cities. I pushed that through. Never, bro. Yeah, bro. So me oh, and my no, brother got uh, me and my Is brother got truck driving crazy? experience. So you know what I'm saying? We 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 I built for you. it. Well, we have reached the end of this amazing show we thank y'all for tuning in like y'all always do giving us all these dope comments in the comment section Absolutely. giving us all this love showing up to enjoy fat tuesday with us every tuesday from 8 p.m to 10 p.m eastern standard time 7 to 9 central standard time and whatever time zone y'all are in make sure y'all join i was us. waiting on it <laughs> Make sure y'all join us because we will be here every Tuesday without a shadow of a doubt. Whether we are uh, in our regular space or we somewhere else, we will show up and show out for y'all every Tuesday. We will definitely for to be somewhere else. Yes, Um, but we will be here to show up for y'all because y'all show up for us. Make sure you are subscribed to the Fat Girl Chronicles on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and go follow us on all podcasting streaming apps if you can. But you know, like I always say each and every week, whatever you do, don't do it with your half ass. Do it with your 
whole ass, right? Indeed. We are out. We thank y'all for joining us. Make sure you come back next week. One and love. We are two fingers. Two, Peace. Not one, but two. Two fingers. Peace. <laughs>